Hey guys, welcome to the Forgiving Gaming Podcast. I'm your quarter horse, Tyler. <laughs> and with me tonight. Quarter horse. <laughs> Wait, aren't we all quarter horses? No, I'm not a horse. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. This guy's not a horse. Well, who are you? <laughs> oh, wait, we haven't gone in order, though. You have to introduce yourself first. You You're stopped yourself, Tyler. Oh, you did introduce yourself. Okay, I'm Chris. <laughs> I am Graham, and my mic sounds better this week. I like to party. And I like to party. And my name's McKeeson. All right. But people and call us Mac, Mac and Cheese. And we've got a special guest on the podcast tonight. Mr. TJ is in the house tonight. How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, okay, so it, it's Bodner, so it sounds like an E-R oh, at the end. Okay. I've had a lot of I, pronunciations. Oh, and I did not know that. Very nice ones, but uh, yeah. Oh, so. Man, <laughs> like that is crazy. Bodnar. Yeah, most, most people say Bodner. Bodnar. Uh, I like Bodner. to emphasize the A-R. That's I don't know why. I always, I always thought there was a Bodner. D in it. Okay. So, I was gonna say at least, so. at least your at least your last name is not confused with a Batman villain. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> My phone always says calling Chris Riddler. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, uh, well, can we talk about mine? Not on this family friendly podcast. <laughs> what was it? Why is it not family friendly? You know, it goes calling Tyler Estes. Estes. No, <laughs> no. Well, it's pronounced Estes, and. Uh, is that like a bad word in a foreign language? No, it's like when you take oh. my first initial and my last hey, name. So I was about to say, just when, <laughs> call Tyler on. Think about phone. middle school all over again. Like Which it was rough. Uh, trust me, uh, <laughs> it was real rough. Well, hey guys, so I want to introduce TJ. Okay. TJ, if you've noticed, we are the Forgiven Gaming Podcast. Well, the one and only TJ is the guy who founded Forgiven Gaming, and we just kind of all followed suit and kind of came along with him, and so. <laughs> Uh, mm. this guy's pretty, you know, he's pretty famous and, uh, the whole reason why we have forgiven gaming podcasts. So he's the man. Uh, so like at six the, people in the world that know me. So yeah, <laughs> not anymore, man. There's like 12 of them now, dude. <laughs> yeah. You just so, doubled your audience. <laughs> a minimum of 12. <laughs> so we're going to interview TJ. More. We've got a few questions we're going to ask him, but first we're going to get into some gaming news because there's lots of that going on. And, uh, I think we're going to start with Graham on that. Burp, 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 burp. My name's Graham. Burp, burp. Uh, so I have an addendum. So last week, uh, I talked at length, at too much of a length, about the uh, Anthem trial on PC or no uh, Xbox, and I really didn't like it. But uh, like I, I think the day after we recorded that podcast, I played it on uh, PC, and uh, a lot of fun. All the uh, all the issues that I felt like I had with the Xbox version was not there, and uh, I might end up buying it on PC. So. Now, but uh, did now we talked about it a little bit in depth, um, and you were saying that you kind of felt like the flight controls were like an afterthought for PC, correct? Yeah. So it's weird. They I can't remember what they called it, but um, they basically have this thing where uh, you have to, you know, in um, is it like click and drag? Not click and drag, but it's like you have to continually keep swiping your mouse side to side to side to keep turning your character. <laughs> And I think that was kind of a gripe some people had with it. And it, it is kind of annoying, but you get used to it. And maybe it's just one of those things where you just literally have to get used to it. So if that's, the, if that's the worst of it, I think it's like, okay. okay. Do you not think it would be better to play that game because of that with a controller on PC? No, nah, because I really enjoy the responsiveness. <laughs> um, 
it, it just works so much better on the PC overall. If that's any indication mm -hmm. of what the final game is going to be like, I think it'll be a lot more stable on the uh, on the PC. So I'll probably end up yeah, going with that. If you could think of a way for them to improve that, what would you what would you suggest? Like what they had on the demo. Mm -hmm. They like that. The, the flight. The flight. Uh, the, oh, flight the flight controls. Just the flight mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I think um it feels a little squishy when you're when you're trying to like move your camera while you're flying around. So if they just tighten that up and uh let you, I don't know, like where you're able to increase your uh kind of look sensitivity by a lot more would be uh preferable. So. All right. Yep. And what do you? Th I mean, what do you think of it overall though? Like, like I know. You, you were, I think you and Ben played yeah, on so the ben PC. Yeah, so Ben and I played, Ben and I, honestly, we, uh, we played for almost four hours straight, um, and there's only, like, two or three missions at most that, uh, present themselves in that game, so we replayed kind of a, uh, kind of a mini raid, as it were, kind of, just kind of a mini, <clears throat> uh, long mission, uh, we played the same mission, like, four times in a row, and we had a blast doing it each time. It was almost kind of Destiny esque the way it uh mm -hmm. the replayability felt because you know you could go through a raid and then you'd be like squared up to do it again if you if you had the time, you know. No, oh, yeah. When totally. in other games you would do, you would go through something like that and you kind of get burnt by the time you finish. But no, well, do you think there's a, a lot of fun? There's like a do you think there's like a difficulty to it, like a challenge that causes that that want to do it again? Because I, I mean, you and I talked about this a little bit, I guess, like earlier this week. Um over text and we we're saying man i really miss those destiny one days of like yeah. being able to get really frustrated because we can't beat the boss and then when we finally do it yeah you know. uh so it's not so much puzzle solving kind of like those bosses are those bosses really are a formula um this is a lot more kind of run and gun but the you could you could almost uh say that they moved what would have been the um what would have been like the puzzle part of those fights to your own character so um, there are things called combos in that game where you have uh, you have two abilities. One could be a uh, it's called a primer, and one's called a detonator. So the idea is if you prime an enemy and then you detonate them, it does extra damage as opposed to if you just use those two abilities by themselves and didn't combo. Them. So mm. you have to, it's a lot about timing and uh, you know knowing what abilities you have equipped at any given time to make sure that they work well together. So little stuff like that. It was a lot of fun to, um, you know, try new abilities and see which ones work really well together. And so. Interesting. I'm excited. Um, it's fun. <clears throat> I, I think TJ, TJ, did you play it yet? Like, did you play that? I thought you did, right? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't put a ton of time into it. Uh, I played, well, first off, I didn't play with any of my friends. So that probably was a big problem. Uh, I played with a bunch of random people, and it just wasn't fun. Um, what you play so it on, TJ? I, I played it on Xbox. Uh, so I went into it with a really bad taste in my mouth to begin with. Uh, so, I, mean, I mean, I'm just not even going to lie about that. So it really just was kind of like Iron Man with guns. Like, an uncool <laughs> Iron Man is really what it kind of turned out to be for me. Uh, but I was looking more forward to the Division 2. And then I played the beta of that, and within about 30 minutes, I put it down. I was so bored. So, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So, wait, did you go from, Dang, did you just go that. from uh, Anthem to the Division? I, th I think I missed the, the connection there. Yeah. Yeah, because those were the two games that, like, I feel like the, the whole gaming community is, like, pinning 
each other against. You know, are you going to buy yeah. Anthem or are you going to buy? Well, the, the irony is they're made by the same company. Are they really? They're both made by Bioware, aren't they? No, the division is made by. Uh, oh, Ubisoft. they're both EA. Yeah, they're both EA. No way. Apex Apex Legends is made by Bioware, right? No. no, that's made by Respawn. Oh, yeah, that's right, Respawn. But, but they're oh. all published by We don't know what EA. we're talking about here. Uh, no, yeah. but they're all published Gaming by EA, news. aren't they? I think, no, no, I, think... I don't think the Division 2 was published by EA at all. Yeah, it is, because be it was, uh, I had to play it on their Origin uh, client on the PC. So, like, wow. And I had to do the think... same thing with Anthem. So they're coming out with two large games back-to-back. Mm. Well, and then, well, and then they put out Apex. Well, they've published Yeah, Apex. and EA owns Apex yeah. too. That's what we're all thinking of. Because like, I played Apex on the PC too. That's crazy. Holy cow, like, man! Like EA is just like pumping out some games right now. I know. Granted, they're not timing granted, their things granted, up. <laughs> I know. They're well. I don't know. Like they did really good with Apex, and we'll get into that in a minute. But and then like also, you're really enjoying Anthem. And then, granted, Division. We were all let down by Division One. So I mean, like, I wasn't surprised well, that it was gonna. Be- it's I was initially, some of it was, I was, it I was personally let down. Sorry. Yeah, I, initially it was a good game, right? Like I didn't, I didn't put a lot of time into it, but initially, it had a really big following, and then they did something. I can't remember what it was. It was something about the, like picking up loot, and yeah, it became like, a grind game. So that was no. The, I mean, one of the biggest issues people had was that the the middle was pretty fun and it was a little grindy, but then by the end there wasn't much to do besides just grind for new gear. And it was just yeah. it was just a um, kind of a rinse and repeat type of thing, <clears throat> which well, I mean, it, you could say the same thing about something like Destiny. But uh, by the end of Destiny One, there was a lot of uh, I would say there was a lot more kind of meat going on um, that you could kind of there was I don't know more variance. But I never really played the end game too much of the end game of uh, Div- the Division One, but. What? Yeah, I don't think I finished it. Uh, don't there you... wasn't much end game. That was that was the biggest problem of the yeah. like mm-hmm. beginning of that game. If you we went back and played it now when it went on sale, and there's a lot to do now, but there was nothing mm-hmm. when the game first came out. So the first month yeah. of that game was great, and then it just kind of dropped out. Which mm-hmm. is probably one of the reasons why. Do you guys want to talk about the division for a second? The Division Two beta. Go for it. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. So I played I uh, like eight hours into it. I know. How much do we play, Mac? We played most of it together anyway. It played we played maybe... that one span for like four. Was... Let's see, we got up to level six or seven, so that must have been like, I don't know, a couple hours, right? In total? Yeah, it was about three or four. Yeah, something like that. But um, something funny that uh, we took note of was uh, when you finish kind of the basics, the mission that they give you at the beginning, they say, oh, okay, thanks for playing. Also, if you go back to the character select, we have three end game loadouts that you can go play and try out to see what the end game is like uh mm-hmm. so they must have heard a lot of people talking about you know the end game stuff from division one because the first thing they let you do in the beta is try out the uh potential stuff for uh end game for division two so which i only, we only play like did you play with me mac or yeah didn't you do it with yeah me? i played with you and then i played a lot of solos as well yeah and it was i mean i don't I don't know. It's just not really my cup of tea, so I didn't get much out of it, but maybe it floated somebody else's boat. Ran around the dark zone. Destroyed people. Well, let me let me ask you guys this, because I, I hear a lot of people complaining when they talk about games like The Division, or they talk about games like Destiny, they talk about how the it became a grinding game, and you just yeah. it, you had to Literally grind too much. But I but I I'm think I'm trying to think of a game right now 
that that is a popular game on the market that you don't have to grind on, like battle royales. You know, well, no, you kind of do that yeah, on you, or you Fortnite. Gotta, you have to in order. You have to. You have to grind to get all the customizable things, and that's the reason why you you play and sort better. of and to get better. But I'm, I mean, like every game has its own grind to it, right? So yeah. what makes a game, you know, what makes it, what makes it distinct? What makes a game worth the grind that you have to put into it? I guess I mean, is the like, question. I mean, like I think of <clears throat> go back to Destiny One. I think of I think of like that grind to be able to do the raids, and not only to be able to do the raids, but like there to be like that sense of accomplishment, like of working with a team, <clears throat> like that to me, like the team, like the team aspect, and like the community of like raiding with people and like having to work with each other, but not being able to do that until you're a certain light level or whatever i think is really yeah. really i think that that's what drove me to, i mean like i came into destiny one i like the what was it rise of iron so i had a lot of grinding to do granted i did have like the little whatever you call it that bumps me up a couple levels but <clears throat> what i mean is like i see like in game like that or like and like for me i i'm a big grind but I, I play pokemon i'm the biggest grinder in the world it's like <clears throat> the big thing for us is like with especially with let's go the only way to get like the shiny charm to be able to catch shiny pokemon is to grind and catch all 150 so i mean like i like a grind to be able to open up access to a whole nother thing i think it's super important yeah. and there's a lot of games that offer that but there's a lot of games that don't right yeah, yeah so I, I mean yeah it's just that's the problem is if any game has a grinding aspect people just call it grindy more often than not. And it's not really, not necessarily the fault of the game, because if you look at a game like Halo 3 or, you know, any of the Halo series, just for an example, like, you play the game, you play through the campaign, and it's done, and then you play the multiplayer, and there's nothing really to gain other than just get to get better at the game. Um, So, yeah, and so, like, that game's not grindy at all, but any game that is grindy, people kind of accuse it of being grindy, but, like, you know, you can make the case that that's just kind of the whole point. Yeah. So. I know, it, it's just one of those things, like, you have to, it's like, honestly, you gotta pick your poison. Because, I mean, like, all games are gonna have a grind aspect to it. You think I of, think like... Anthem might be my poison. Well, you Ooh. think, like, think of, like, uh, any, like, Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Like, like, people grind that for, like, stupid amounts of time. Think of Fallout. You grind to get up. Fallout 4, I've been hearing some guys at work talk about playing Fallout 4, and, like, the grind they're having to put into it is ridiculous. At least they're not playing Fallout seventy six. Zing. So, I mean, so you really can't. So if you guys are gonna, so we've already heard Graham say like, so if you're if you're choosing between Anthem and the Division or neither, like where where are you guys at with that? Like which Anthem. one are you gonna choose? Are you gonna buy both or neither or one or the other? Uh, Anthem. I'm I'm definitely at neither right now, just because I have too many games that I haven't completed right now. Yeah, okay. that's respectable. Yeah. I'm I'm not content with what I've heard about both, though I've only yeah. played one. Uh, I I've I've been excited for Anthem for over a year, since we first heard about it, and I haven't got to play it because, frankly, my internet is just not up to par to even try <laughs> to play anything really right now. Um, but I mean, like, it looks really fun. I I've heard I've read really good things about it. I've also read really crappy things about it. It's just one of those things you have to kind of take and then, like, try it out for yourself. And, I mean, like, 
it's tax season. I mean, <laughs> some yeah. people that's gaming season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's for, upgrade season. For, for some people. people, that's I can't buy any video games. I got to write the government a check. Yeah. Like like Being us pa- like us pastors in the room. <laughs> that's well. what I'm talking about. <laughs> the self-employed among us. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's great. Well, um, any other gaming stuff that, that you guys want to throw in there? Um, I mean, dude, we didn't even scratch the surface of Apex. Yeah, let, man, let's talk, talk about, about we Apex. We could talk about Fortnite. Uh, yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, dude, I, I haven't put any time into Apex Legends, but, um, and actually I've seen, I've seen a lot of people playing it. I've, I've been watching a, one of my favorite streamers play it. He's put a ton of time into it, but I'll tell you what, I've, one thing that I've, that I've seen is it's not really well optimized for PC. It is it is a drag on really good computers. Yeah. Um. Have you guys have you have you guys any of you guys downloaded it and played it yet? So I've I played it on Xbox and it runs flawlessly. I mean, I yeah. get a little lag because of my 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 Wi-Fi, but I love it. I think I think it plays super well, man. But I was watching a streamer the other day, just like you said, who was having some major issues with frame rates dropping randomly and yep. just like. It was just crazy, and so, but I mean, look at the numbers about this game. Yeah, for sure. The first eight hours, they hit a million players. First uh-huh. 48, they hit two million. Today, wh- how long has it been out? A week and a half? They hit 25 million. Yeah. It's becoming the next thing. And, and man, I just thought how cool it was, the way that they put it out. Oh, they yeah. That's part of the reason the hype is so big about it. It's because they, they announced it and they it. said, it's out now. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, crazy, dude. But think about that. Like, how often does that happen? Yeah, never. I mean, that's, that's the, a the only thing. The only thing, thing I can think of is, like, Nintendo doing that at, like, a, a Direct or, or, like, A3. I mean, like, what when they put out the Switch, they're like, oh, yeah. So um, we have these games where you can buy for the Switch tomorrow, and these games are out tomorrow. You know, it's like... Granted, they're first-party Nintendo games, so like they're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm just thinking whoever, whoever's in charge of marketing for that company needs a raise <laughs> because yeah, like, respawn. Well, I yeah, mean, for a company that made Titanfall and Titanfall Two, and then like one other game, that's a that's a pretty slick move for them to come back under the radar of everybody and make another. I mean, I mean, it's based off the Titanfall engine, but still, I mean. I think it definitely good. feels like Titanfall. Battle Royale, though, is like in every gamer's blood, whether sure. they like them or don't. But it could well, yeah, that could be just as likely a reason for people to not bother because they're like, oh, it's oversaturated. I don't need another one of these games in my life. But I mean, we're still waiting on the Battlefield Five Battle Royale. Uh, yeah. I forgot that that's <laughs> um, that's still uh, on the horizon. I'm sure. I'm sure Halo Six is gonna touch it. Yeah. Like Halo Infinite. I, I hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope three four three doesn't touch it. Yeah. But um I mean like I like I said I've played I've played and I think the difference like so Mac you said you haven't played I don't know if you've looked at Apex at all. The biggest thing that I've noticed is the so it's not just like you drop down as like this this character that just Oh no, I've I've watched it. I've watched I don't know, probably four or five different streamers play Man, it. I've seen tons of videos. I think and they stuff. Made... it 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 looks interesting, but man, does it just look a whole lot easier than PUBG. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it also personally personally feels like that. I've got I've got more kills on Apex than I have in PUBG, and I, how long's PUBG been out? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like Apex is a mix of 
Destiny and Blackout. And uh, yeah. Overwatch. And Overwatch. Overwatch. That's the big yeah. one. The Overwatch is and... a big one. And I think that's why I like it, because I loved Overwatch until it got, like, tryhard central. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it really did. That's a sad story. I like that game a lot, too. But it's well, like... The, the thing but, about Apex that I'm really liking is the fact that it's, number one, it's first person, and it's meant to be a first person shooter. Right. It's not mm-hmm. like PUBG that's, like, third person, and you can get into first person. This is yeah. meant to be a, a first-person shooter game. Right. Um, but then the second part of it is the way they incorporate, like, the... The classes? The special abilities, that, yeah, of each character and all so, the things that you can pick up. Not only that, but the... Um, I, think it's, I think it's neat. It's intriguing that they, they have a squad of three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not four. Yeah. So three is the squad. You can also mark... Like things on the map, like if somebody the else pings are something. so nice, yeah, so good. Yeah. So, you know, you know where they probably got that idea from. From to be honest, I thought I was thinking about the I was thinking about that the other day. And um, did you guys play Portal Two? Yeah. So Portal Two was the last game. The last game I ever saw a ping system like that. So they, if you, uh, for those who haven't played Portal Two, they had a ping system very similar to what they have in Apex. Uh, but it was very basic commands like, "Hey, look over here." hey, step on this thing, hey, walk, you know, go through this area. And there are very basic things where you could play with people you couldn't talk on the microphone to, and you could still get them to do whatever you needed because you could convey that in the pings. Seems well, like they did the exact same thing in Apex, which is great, because you don't do, need to be talking to your team to, for them to understand what's going on, assuming well, and, you're actually using the pings properly. Well, so, and I think that's probably the biggest downfall to a lot of um, Battle Royales is, like, having that being a, a like you can play with people like randos like so you say you want to go play right. some squads on PUBG. what are the chances of that squad and you play with complete randos what are the chances that you make it to top uh like well i mean but well you know you know I what i'm saying so but Hands you know raised. what i'm saying <laughs> i know what you mean you can't talk to them so you don't know right exactly unless you get in game chat and how i'm like i personally i'm not a big fan of getting a game chat because i don't know what kind of what kind of who I'm going to be talking to? Because yeah. like one, like it could be they could just have a dirty. Little I've gotten mouth. a win where <laughs> no one could talk. That was my favorite. That was one of my. But favorite. but saying what this what this what these pings do? I think they do a really good job at like allowing you not to have to do that and yeah, being able you can to just... communicate without communicating exactly. And I think that's super awesome for a battle royale that where communication is so key. Yep, and they have portals, so it could like it's Overwatch. Blackout and Portal. I mean, hey, well, yeah. the one character, but yeah, hey, man. <laughs> well, All three but it does, it, you know, Graham, you're talking. It felt kind of Borderlandsy when you first mentioned it, mm-hmm. and yeah. like it's like I'm, it's cell shaded, so it feels like in, environmentally. No, it definitely. Well, they made Claptrap like. The no, robot so, is literally claptrap. That's what I said. <laughs> I said that I was I was watching the streamer right when it first came out before I downloaded. I was like claptrap rip off, like claptrap rip off, <laughs> claptrap rip off, like so funny because like it it is almost the same voice too. Yeah, but it he same is man. hilarious yeah, vocally. He is my favorite character in the game. Hilarious. Definitely. So the question is, do you guys think? Well, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Mac. I know you want to say something there. I was just gonna say, I think the meleeing in that game is absolutely hilarious. Oh, and like, it takes a bunch of melee to kill somebody, too? right? It's it's like take three, like, I think. Oh, I thought it was more than that. But it like, took your whole screen, it. your whole screen like comes out with like a huge fist yeah. or like a huge <laughs> yeah. like foot. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a yes. that's almost bullet stormy, right? Did you guys ever play that game? 
No. Bullstorm? It's like big kicks and big punches. Anyway. So so the big question everybody's asking is, is this going to be the is this gonna be the one that knocks Fortnite off the throne? What do you guys think? Fortnite. I mean, look at it right now. They're so similar. I think it's going to I think it's going to have a it's bell curve. So I think it goes straight up. It's going to cover and eventually it's just going to slowly go back down. I think people I think it's going to maintain a player base for a while, but I think everyone who is big on other games are just going to go back to the games that they're used to. I can see that. I second that because unless they keep the customization that Fortnite's been doing. Right. Yep. Agreed. I think if they do the weekly thing, like every week they're coming out with stuff, they have a really good chance. But if they don't do that, they're just going to be the Fortnite that couldn't kind of thing. I mean, I read an article today about how they're going to come out. I like, I'm talking about this game and I haven't even played it. Um, they're coming out with Valentine's Day, like exclusive stuff. So Apex? like, yeah. I mean, so like, they're, good on that. they're, they're, I, I don't know. They might try. I mean, if they continue, continue yeah. to roll out characters and everything else, that's the, the positive part about Apex is that they have these characters that if they continue to roll them out, right. it, the game could build on itself. Wait, I mean, right. the other game changer from this, from other Battle Royales, is just the fact that you can actually pick up somebody's banner out of their dead crate and go respawn them again. Like, mm-hmm. that yeah. is a massive game yeah, changer compared to other BRs. People. Yeah, people yes. hate, like, I'm not, I don't really care dying in BRs. It's not, it's not really a big deal to me, but a lot of people do care dying in the middle of BRs. And that's a huge thing that people are probably more likely to go play that because they have the option of not just dying and sitting and watching the second half of a whole game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah I heard sure. somebody say that. I heard somebody say that that is the catal like not the catalyst, but that that's what makes apex better is the fact that, you know, when you lose, so you're playing randos in Fortnite, and you lose, you go back to the lobby, you start another game. But what apex legends has done is they've given you incentive to stay in the game. Like even right. when your team, even when you've died, you want to stay and watch your team because there's a chance that you could get res again. You can also res yourself. Um, so what? there's, yeah, they have oh, a self res. Yeah. yeah, there's attachments and things that you can get, um, yeah. and armor and things. I guess um, right. that you can get that give you special abilities like a self res. So there's elements to it like that that actually keep a person in the game, you know, and invested in the game until the end. Almost right. until the end, until your squad is out. So um, that makes it a little bit different. Too. I also it, think it, yeah. it it feels better in that type of like the what they made that applies so much better to that type of game that they have. So like PUBG, I wouldn't want respawn because that would take away from some of the uh, I don't know some of the dire moments where you have to make a decision to either survive or you know potentially die depending on the decision you make. So, and that like because that's more of a realistic kind of game so it applies more to be like a realistic you're gonna die or live when this is, it feels more like you know borderlands where you're always dying responding and dying responding and uh it's a little more goofy and lighthearted, so it makes more sense that it would be like you're down but you're not out you know that kind of thing so i like that they have that in that game yeah i don't know i like i would i would say I would say to some extent I would disagree with that only because one of the things that I like about Apex is when you when you watch somebody reviving, you know, like it's the there's action happening in the revive, right? So the guy kneels down, he's it looks like he's kind of giving CPR for a second and then he grabs the guy's hand and he pulls him up, right? Also the amount of time it takes is quite a long time. 
So yeah, if you have someone playing well, like, I mean, I like, it's like, like it's, a good, it's good like five seconds. Oh, well, no, I feel like it's, I feel like it's just as long as Fortnite, if not it, shorter. Like, I, it, it, I, think the, I think they're all 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say PUBG's so, 10 seconds. That seems like, wait, so I don't know. I, I guess, mean, like, I, you know, I, I guess where I was going with that, though, is that the revive feels real. Like, it feels like it, it would feel on a battlefield. Well, you're not revive. I mean, I'm, I'm at respawning in the game, right? You're not respawning, right. And No, no, but I mean, like, when you die and then you're dead dead. Well, but, I mean, people can come back from the dead. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, you can actually get, you can, your teammates can re- revive you from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. They, like when, yeah. When they you're can't, dead, I mean, dead, they can go. They can go pick up your uh, what's it called? Banner. 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 Right. I'm not talking about just going down and then picking it back up. Right. Yeah, you couldn't bring them back from the dead. Man, I thought this was it's a, called, a called, Jesus loving podcast. Man. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say Jesus <laughs> is the only one. <laughs> so anyway that's i think it's i think it's great i think it's great conversation i can't wait to see where apex goes like i'm i'm really excited the streamer that i watch all the time uh he's been playing it a lot he's a high level on it does a really good job and he's i mean it's replacing fortnite i think it's going to replace fortnite in his stream um and i'm seeing that kind of be the case with a lot of streamers I'm going to spend a lot of time on Apex, and so uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I, I'm excited, too, so just more time will tell, I guess. I'm excited, too. Are you excited, yeah. two, three? Are four, you excited? Uh, just a quick question. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next exciting part of the podcast. So as we said... <laughs> as we said we have a special guest on the podcast with us tj and what we're going to try to be doing here for you guys uh who listen to the podcast is what we really want to do is try to feature some folks in our community and feature you know other christians uh christian streamers other people that um that game in our community just just so that you're not you know playing with a guy who's in the community but you're getting to know someone um their story um, hopefully at some point we can even share some of the guys um in the podcast, Graham and Tyler Mac, um, and myself be able to share with you guys some of the things that we do and just give kind of give you a um an inside look into our lives just so you get to know us a little better. But we invited TJ. We felt like that would be the you know, the the best um the best thing I think to have or the best, the best person to have best. the best person to have on the podcast would be uh, the guy who founded Forgiving Gaming. Top tier. Kind of kind of started this whole thing, you know, to begin with. And Level so, 100. so TJ, um, so man, let's start. I just want you to, man, why don't you start out just telling us like, you know, who you are, you know, like, where do you live? What do you do for a living? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, so I live in Virginia, uh, Virginia beach area. Um, and yeah, it's, it's great to live here. I've been all over the place. I was in South Carolina for college for a little while. I lived a year in Argentina uh, where oh, David wow, Brady dude. actually serves at now as a missionary. Um, I moved up to Pennsylvania and worked for a, a youth ministry up in Pennsylvania for a while. And then God called me back to a church as a youth pastor uh, in Virginia. And now I've actually transitioned, well, I've kind of transitioned from youth pastor to associate pastor. And I'm growing in that role, but yes. I'm helping out with the youth again. 
Uh, so it's, yeah, it's just kind of all over the place. Uh, so I'm, where's home? Like, where's home for you? Where I'm at. Okay. Like, this is where I grew up at. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, that's, that's yeah. good. I was, I was thinking like. <laughs> I pastor in Virginia, but I live in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> the so, commute. That's awesome. So you grew up in Virginia beach. Like what, what's your favorite part about that area of the country? Uh, the mountains four hours away. <laughs> I hate the beach. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's funny because uh, my wife loves the beach and I hate the beach. Oh no! Uh, but Dude. I lived here. Tragedy I don't like same. I don't like being dirty, and so sand <laughs> yes. like and anybody ever like everywhere. gotten into the ocean, gotten out, and like the sand's all over you. No, and dude, I don't I, do I, sand. I want to cringe. This is why I live uh, in the mountains. Sand is not my friend. <laughs> so. Uh, I really love the history in this area, though. There is a lot of mm-hmm. history, uh, especially like First Colony stuff. Williamsburg is in this area. Uh, yep. Jamestown's in this area. Yorktown. So the Battle of Yorktown, all that stuff. All uh, the towns. So, that's cool. Yeah. And <laughs> that's like, what even, they were at first. even in our area in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, we have this one church building uh, <laughs> that was way back in the day that has a cannonball still on the side of the wall. And so oh, I, I just wow. I love I love history and yeah. I mean especially being in Norfolk where uh, one of the bigger naval bases in the world is uh, you know we're we're a rich military area and uh, army coast guard marines you name it we have it here and so uh, it's it's a really interesting area because we get a really big conglomerate of different uh, cultures and everything else because of that. That's awesome. So like, so you've, you know, the Lord called you into ministry. You're a pastor. So obviously you have a heart for people. You have a heart. I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm probably putting a lot of words in your mouth, but I can imagine, you know, your love for the Lord transitions into wanting people to know him, you know, wanting people to have a relationship with him. And so what would you say, like, how does your faith play into, you know, the gaming world? Like, how do you bring your faith into what you're doing, playing video games. Like that seems like a foreign concept to some people. Like, tell me how faith plays into what you're doing in the video game world. Um, I would say sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't like we play video games to kind of escape our mm-hmm. normal reality. Right. And so sometimes, I mean, any pastor would understand this. Sometimes you're you're so stressed about things that are either going on at work or going on at life or uh, the devil's just massively attacking you that you just get onto a video game to escape all that for a few moments. Mm-hmm. Other times the Lord puts people in your path that you can share the gospel with. Uh, other times you live life with somebody that isn't a Christian. Like I have this one friend right now that I've been friends with for seven years and uh, he is definitely not a Christian, but he knows where I stand in my faith uh, in the beginning, it was uh, that he joked me about it and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole youth ministry thing and what the world thinks of men around youth and all this stuff. I think you can get the idea. Um, yeah. And he joked me a lot about that. And we actually grew to be pretty good friends. And there were multiple times where his life was in danger or his dad was honestly about to pass away. And I was the person that he called, and he said, I don't believe in your God, but something that you do works. And I need you to pray. I need you to do something. And uh, his dad had a heart attack one time, and me and my wife in that moment 
got on our knees and began praying and his dad got through it. And so uh, I believe that prayer works. I believe that uh, he knows he knows the God that I serve and the God that yeah. I believe in. And even though he doesn't believe it yet, uh, God's obviously working on him for him to, to say things like that. And there's been a few times where I've been able to share the gospel with him yeah. and uh, he didn't accept. But once again, that seed's being planted and I'm not going to give up on him because God never gave up on me. And so uh, we're going to continue playing and, uh, and I'm just going to continue loving on him and showing that to him. Yeah. That's super I think that, awesome. That's awesome. I think it's so cool. I think it's like, I always think in every avenue of life, like the, you know, I think about the scripture that says whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's certainly, yeah, I, you're absolutely right. As a pastor myself, it's like, sometimes I want to get away from everything. And a lot of times I even, you know, sometimes I feel bad for doing this even, but cause I have like a hundred friends. I know a lot of, I don't get to play Xbox as much as I used to. And sometimes though, I got to get on the Xbox man and, and show offline just because I need to play a game and just get away from the stress. Right. Yeah. But just like you, man, there's other times when you know, back in the day, we've led people to Christ over the, over the Xbox, mm-hmm. prayed with people, encouraged people. Um, you know, and so I, I'm just, I think that's such a blessing to hear that, you know, that, um, that you're doing those, that type of ministry. So. Hmm. Well, so did you add a question? Um, so you founded Forgiven. Like, so we talked about that a little bit earlier, how you, you were the one who really brought us all together and said, Hey, let's do this. I kind of wanted to know like what, ha- like what, what, what just like what happened for that to, you know, be something that you wanted to do that you chose to like start this community that, you know, wanted uh, to see Christ glorified. So we've all been in other groups that are gaming groups that are Christian groups and there's a ton that are out there and one thing I uh I found in all these groups were that they would say there's freedom in what we talk about there's uh no condemnation in that uh yet in most of them I felt condemned for things that I said um one way or another and so I wanted to be able to be a part of not just create, you know, I hate that word founder. Like it, it wasn't just me. I may have wrote in the first title and started the the group, but there was a, a group of us um, that include, I mean, some of you guys right in here that came along beside me and said, yeah, let's do this um, and be able to create a community that uh, there is freedom to talk about things and <laughs> and there is uh no condemnation in it like yeah if if you're a ga- if you're a Christian gamer and you want to play Grand Theft Auto uh go ahead and play it if you don't have a conviction against it there's been times where i've gotten online and played Grand Theft Auto online with my friends and so uh there are places and moments that you can find not bad things in Grand Theft Auto but some other people honestly like they can't it would be a stumbling block for them yeah. and so then you have to decide is it is it a stumbling block to even talk about that stuff right. well i think anything can be 
um, you know, we could talk about Call of Duty, and somebody might struggle with Call of Duty or what's in Call of Duty. Uh, sure. Same with Fortnite and all this other stuff. Like those guys dance, and they sometimes they dance kind of crazy. Let's be honest. And so I hate walls so much. I can't do like, it. Very suggestive <laughs> dancing. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Man, so, that was so blunt. I'm sorry. We're, we're implementing our Baptist theology into this. Uh, into the <laughs> like, Whoa! I saw an angle in that game once. <laughs> um, thankfully, thankfully, I'm, I'm not one of those Baptists that doesn't think you can move your feet. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, we probably don't have that one. That song. I mean, David danced, right? Uh, I mean, he danced yeah. naked, but I guess we don't need to go into that. Anyway, um, <laughs> we, um, yeah. So just going back to the whole creation of this, um, I wanted to create a family-friendly environment that we could be honest in. Yeah. Right. Um, that we could share, hey, you know, I picked up this game and I'm enjoying it. And people say, you know, I'm enjoying it too. Or, hey, this is why I'm not playing it. Not in a right. negative way, but uh, to it's share a way life that we can with each uplift other. each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Be accountable to um, each other and watch out for each other. And that's the other thing. Accountability is a humongous thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. but how you do accountability—that is where it kind of the rubber meets the yeah, road. And exactly. so, in so many different groups, right. especially Facebook, like Facebook or social media, we've seen it. Accountability turns into judgment, and I think we've been actually doing a pretty good job uh, with forgiven, doing that accountability properly. And there's been multiple times, even as our uh, admins have talked about certain situations and certain things that we've contacted people personally instead of doing it blatantly on the Facebook page or mm. Facebook posts. I think that's how it needs to be handled and not mm. in front of the world, especially right in the beginning. I mean, if we go back to, what is it, Matthew uh, 18 or something like that, uh, where mm -hmm. it talks about holding each other accountable and yeah. um, and there's, well, a, there's a time and place to do it right, and I think we're yeah. getting that formula. One one of the great things that I've loved about Forgiven, uh, the community that we've kind of built together is, you know, we've even said like you don't have to be a Christian to be in this community. You know what yeah. what we're looking for is are people that are positive, they're encouraging. You know, we've got dads on there that you know my son has played games with some of the kids that have come across on on Forgiven Gaming. Um, you know, you know we're not looking for necessarily people that um, that don't say a swear word every now and then. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the point is, is that we're not trashing people. We're not being trashy people, you know, right. like we're we're being encouraging <clears throat> to one another. And we're creating, like you said, a family friendly community, you know, of people uh, where we can get together and play games and have fun and, and let it be mm -hmm. about the fun, not right. just the competitive spirit and not trying to one up each other. Right. Um, but having real people, you know, that, you know, a lot of us love Christ and you know, really want to uh, to be an encouragement to each other on on those platforms. So and I love the really good. It's a good platform for us to bring people in, Christian or not. To yep. uh, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I've got friends that I've invited to Forgiven that may or may not be Christians. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But like, the whole point is, I want them to have feel like they can have a community that is going to build them up and encourage them in whatever they're doing, and not just feel like the only thing they have is this black hole of like you know kind of vulgarity and just kind of 
mean-spiritedness out there you know that we we have a community here that are more than willing to jump in on any game that they're playing and just be there to fellowship and just talk and have a good time with you know and it's not like you don't have to worry about your buddy next to you like raging or whatever you know uh well that might happen every besides once in a while. Uh, the occasional <laughs> But, I mean, you can kind of think of us as, like, the, the switch foot of the gaming world, like... <laughs> yeah, it's Christians in a band. Well, so, a Christian band. I, I really, really enjoy the fact that you guys are using the word creating instead of, like, uh, making, because, like, I think I think the word creating is so, I don't know, so clear to, like, what we see in Scripture is, like, God created the earth, and, like, when, and God is our creator, and he creates, and... For us to be able to say like we're create we're trying to create a community that where people can do all these great things, I think it's like just a rep- another representation of how we can try to be like Christ. And yeah. I think it's super cool that you guys keep using the word creating, and I I just super encouraged by that. Um, yeah. Personally, that's, so, that's a little so yeah. So let me I mean let me ask you TJ. So we we've kind of <clears throat> talked about um we we've kind of talked about all these all these reasons you know like reasons why we're in the community but for the average person out there who says hey um i'm not sure like if i really want to commit to being in a community like that why would you say the average what would the average person benefit from joining forgiving gaming uh, <laughs> that is that's actually a really good question um just encouragement and fun like i think we're if you go on to the the stream right now um or the news feed whatever it's called now it um there's just silly memes posted and stuff like that things that that we can react to things that we can have fun with things that can start conversations like I posted the one about the the Fresh Prince today. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> I, saw I saw that and it was just it was hilarious to me. And oh, so did I miss something? things. Oh, dude, you need to go and see that one. That <laughs> yes, one's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not solely like that's the big thing. I want this to be about games and I want it to be about Jesus, but I want it more to be about life. Uh, Acts talks about us coming together as a community of believers and um and that's that's what i want it to be i want it to be a place where people can just come together and live life together enjoy each other encourage each other uh cry with each other like i think there's been those moments where we've we've had some people get on and say guys i need to to just share this with you guys and i need prayer and i believe that there are people in our group that have truly gotten on their gotten on their knees and prayed when those when the people have asked for prayer yeah i love for that sure. about the community too it's 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 not just we really have created sort of a family network and not everybody is as active all the time like people come and go mm-hmm. you know but i would say there's probably close to 30 to 40 people that you know come in and out that are active every now and then or active all the time um yeah. and it's not always about sometimes we post a video game review sometimes we're posting prayer requests um, sometimes sometimes it's a Babylon B post. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it's all over the place. But man, what a you know, I feel like that's been the greatest benefit for me is getting to know other people that are in the same stage of life as me. And you know, I think anybody could benefit from being you know from being a part of the community. So well, I mean, like I even like being a younger guy, like I I think it's funny. Like I'm one of the youngest people in the community, and I'm 22, and I think it's so great to like. I think it's so great because, like, you know, as it says in, like, uh, Titus to, like, 
you know, go to your elders. Um, young men, like, learn from your elders. And, like, you guys, like, I'm not calling you old, but you guys have more li- You guys <laughs> you have more life. It's okay. Graham. Yeah, you are. Well, Chris is my elder for sure. <laughs> well, <you guys> are- <laughs> oh, thanks for that, dude. Um, I'm, so, I'm still 21, man. I'm just celebrating anniversaries now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're, we're already doing that joke. But, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, there's so many times where I've gone to I've gone to Chris, I've gone to Graham, I've gone to Mac, and literally been like, "Hey guys, I I don't know what to do in this situation." And like, but but the reason you guys, I go to you guys is because I've built those co- those connections and those friendships mm-hmm. in this community, and like that's been super awesome. I even think of like Ben and Russ, and like we we talked about this a couple of times. Like they came down and visited us for a week. Like that's crazy. We spent a whole week with them, but because those relationships were built so through fun, Forgiven, yeah. and it was one of the best weeks of my <laughs> life. I can't I can't say it wasn't. Um, just like when you're gonna come up to Ohio, having like five sleep uh, in my uh, room. Uh, uh. Yeah, dude, it was wonderful. Dude, that was so crazy. <laughs> but I'm just so TJ. Go ahead, go on, Mac. I'm sorry, Teej. Teej Bodner. <laughs> where do you where do you see forgiven go forgiven going? Where would you like to see it? I don't know. In the next couple of years, maybe even like longer scale, like ten years from now. Where do you see it? Uh, I mean, me and Chris and a few other guys have have talked about this, um, and we have some pretty lofty dreams, I would say, you know, (laughs) seeing websites built and seeing the community uh, go from Facebook or even growing on Facebook and moving more to Discord and uh, becoming more gamer-oriented and still keeping that living life together uh but ultimately it's called forgiven gaming right so we we want to uh, grow our streaming base you know we've been talking about that a lot over the past week yeah, for sure. and, oh, and my how goodness. do we how do we do that properly i mean there's once again a good way and a bad way to do it and so um even maybe growing our streamer base from the from the people that are inside our group like mm-hmm. I've even been trying to stream a little bit more and I don't have a set schedule or anything like that, but just to be able to give people another option. And, mm-hmm. and I have you know, yeah. two or three people that when I get on, they get on and just to watch. And yeah. like, that's not a lot. And I realize my that, mom, but my, dad, my, it, <laughs> <laughs> my cat. Um, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, and it's, it's one of those things that, uh, how awesome would it be to be able to give people more options to uh, watch positive streams? I'm not even going to say Christian right. streams, but just positive streams. Right, right, right. And that's that's kind of the thing uh, we want to help create and the thing we want to move to. Like, I would love to see us grow into the thousands and to be able to be mm-hmm. a community of thousands and live life together and be able to populate different groups for xbox pc playstation whatever nintendo has out at the time because lord knows that'll probably switch by the time we're we're talking about it and uh and so it's it's just one of those things that we (laughs) as as we as we grow uh we're gonna have to talk about those those differentiations and separations between uh, the different consoles, not that we want to segregate people, but there are different conversations for different consoles that are going to be going in a larger scale. And yeah. uh, because we all know that PS4, like I don't even have a PS4 anymore, 
but they have the best exclusives. And so uh, I don't really care to talk about the exclusives of PS4, though, because I don't have a PS4, and I'm not going to get one or play one. So um, that's the thing I want to begin doing down the road as well. So I don't know if there's anything else that Chris might want to add. Yeah, no, I, you know, all of us, I mean, it's, you know, we're all a part of Forgiven Gaming. In some, at some level, we're all leaders in the community. And, um, you know, I would, I agree. I'd love to see us, you know, ministering. Uh, you know, for me, it's, again, it, it goes back to that, that passage. Um, and Tyler here is going to share another passage here in just a second. Um, it, all of it, for me, circles back around to being, um, being the body of Christ to each other through a, a a video game platform. It's something we all love. It's our hobbies. And people use their hobbies to glorify Christ. And and here we have a hobby that allows us to, you know, to get together, um, do gaming together, but then also pray for one another, to encourage one another. Um, I was just watching again, you know, one of the guys I love to watch stream, um, every before every one of his streams he prays with his community. And he and before his night stream, he does a, a short Bible study, and he led two people to Christ in one of those Bible studies. And uh, I just thought, man, I'm watching I'm watching a guy on Twitch, yeah, leading people to Christ on using Twitch, you know, as right. a platform to present the gospel to people and for right. people to have the hope of Christ. And you know, for me, it it what it boils down to for me is I would love to see forgiving gaming being a place where people are are getting the hope of Christ. Mm. Um, you know, n- it doesn't necessarily have to be that's that's all we're thinking of and we're trying to notch our belts with how many people get saved. That's not the point. It, the point is is that we're building community and and what does the Bible say? It says that they will know us by the way that we love one another. And I yeah. and I would love to see people come into this community who don't know Jesus and see the type of community that we have together, the communion that we have together where we're loving one another and encouraging one another and say, man, I want that. Mm. Like, I want to be a part of that. And, um, and not only to come and be a part of it, but then have the opportunity for us to share the gospel with them. And, right. um, and so, Tyler, what, what was the verse that you pulled up? For this, um, something it, as an encouragement to the community. Yeah, so um, this is actually something I, I read, and I was like, man, if this is not forgiven, like, in two verses, like, I, I don't know what else would be. Um, it's Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet each other as it is habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And it's just like, I just read that and I'm just like, man, because that's what we're doing. We're, 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 we're building a community to encourage one another, to do better, to love one another. And it, it's just so awesome, dude. Like, I, when I read that, I was just like, man, if that's not forgiven, like, yeah, I, I see, I see all, all those a- attributes like in our community and to continue for us to grow in Christ and, you know, yeah meet new people and for new people to come to christ like i just i think about i'll add this and then and then we'll you know we'll go into what i'd like to do is be able it would be a first time on the podcast but i would love to pray for tj and his church ministry but then also pray for our community briefly and then but one thing i want to add to this and step out on a limb and do this you know in acts chapter two um i think i may have mentioned this before but it says in the early church, it says they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread, to the mm-hmm. scriptures, and to the prayers. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, to the, to the apostles' teaching, the breaking of bread, to the fellowship, and yep. to the prayers. 
And so a lot of times when we think of church, we think of going and sitting in a pew and listening to somebody preach to us. Um, you know, and we, you know, there's a lot more to that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying we're receiving the word of God, but we forget that fellowshipping together and breaking bread together in a sense and, and breaking bread, obviously food is involved in that. But the idea of breaking bread is fellowshipping together is, is in, intentional time so, spent together. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so in some regard, I'm not going to say that we're doing church when we're playing video games, but what I am going to say is that we are doing what the early church did in a different way. You know, we're fellowshipping together in that regard. And so right. we are, we are creating somewhat of a, of a sense within the community. We're creating, you know, community within the body of Christ by doing what we're doing. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, yeah. and, and to use it as a platform to minister the gospel is great. So, so TJ, man, thanks a lot for joining us and thanks mm-hmm. a lot for giving us, you know, sharing your heart. Um, man, I'd love to ask, is, is there anything that, you know, specifically we can pray for you for or pray for this community for as we kind of move forward? Um, yeah, we, uh, we are still, I would say in the church planning phase, we're not, but we are like, we are an established church that just doesn't have a building yet. And this church has been going on for about 20 years. So there's a few things that we're actually praying for. Uh, we're praying either that God can move and we can build on our land because we have our land is completely paid for. Um, and so we're either looking to be able to build there or find a permanent facility. And then um, we're doing a really, really, really big community outreach in, I think, the end of the summer or September. It might be September. Um, and we want to reach people for Christ. That is, that is the main goal. We want thousands of people to come to this, and we want to reach people for Christ. And that's what I want to pray for. Yeah, awesome. We'll definitely do that. And then I think for the community that God continues to give us wisdom, how to go forward, um, you know, how to, you know, as leadership to, we have a lot of leaders in Forgiven, so we want to make sure that we can all, you know, cooperate together without getting frustrated or angry. You know, want to have uh, practice unity. So uh, why don't we just go before the Lord? You guys who are listening to the podcast, man, join us as we pray. And um, let's just do that. So Father, um, Lord, I'm so thankful, God, for the community that you're creating um, and forgiving gaming. Lord, I'm thankful, God, for the people that are joining and the streamers that we have. And Lord, the impact that I feel like you're preparing us for uh, to be able to make in this community. Um, so, Lord, I lift it up to you. And I pray that, God, you uh, would give our leaders wisdom, Lord, to know how we can best glorify you and best minister to the people that you've given us um, in our community. Lord, I pray that you would connect us with streamers that are, that are faithful to you, God. Lord, I pray that you would connect individuals to us that are lonely, Lord, that need encouragement from someone. Um, and I pray that, God, you connect the lost with us, Lord, that they might be able to see the community that we have and want to be a part of it. Um, and would you also give us, God, opportunities to be able to share our faith with others, uh, to be a light in darkness, God, to be the lamp on the hill that you have given us, for giving gaming being that hill, Lord, we can shine forth, God, the light of your gospel. Um, and see to it that God people would would be saved. And in that same regard, God, we're lifting up TJ and his church, Lord, um, as a church plant, really. Lord, the impact that they're already making, God, but Lord, they want to do this outreach and they want to do it well. Lord, I'm praying that, God, you would even now begin to prepare people's hearts as they as they don't even know it yet that they're going to be going to this outreach. But Lord, they'll be there. And Lord, we're praying that, God, you would minister your truth to their hearts and to their minds. Uh, having ears to hear, let them hear. Having uh, ears to hear, uh, having ears to hear, let them hear. Having eyes to see, let them see the truth of your gospel and your love. And we pray for TJ specifically. 
um, in, his, in the music ministry role that he does and discipleship in the church as well, that God, you would give him favor with his people and that Lord, you would uh, help him to be, um, help him to be a pastor God that is able to, is, and is equipped God to do the ministry that you've called him to do. And uh, Lord, for everyone who's listening to this podcast, God, for all the prayer needs and the concerns for each and every person that's listening right now, God, would you meet those needs and would you show yourself faithful, God, to us, uh, your people. Uh, help us to love you more and to show the love of Christ to everyone that we encounter. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, that's all we got for you this week. Remember to follow us on Instagram. Uh, check us out on all your places where you listen to podcasts and join the Facebook group. And if you know anybody who wants to play some video games with some cool people, send them our way. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's love it. You, love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. Love you guys. See you next bye. time. Bye. 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 Bye.